breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline from the National Weather Service, Michael Barry. Uh good morning, Michael. Thanks for talking with us this morning. Good morning, Mike Aaron. How are y'all? Good. Well well how bad is this flooding gonna be in our area? Well, the rain has not stopped and it's not going to for two days, huh? It has not stopped. It's going to continue through at least Thursday. But the good news is that the heavier rainfall will probably hold off until late in the day, Wednesday, Wednesday night, and move rapidly from west to east across our area during the day, Thursday. So what we're expecting today and tonight will just be some very light precipitation, which is fortunate because we're hovering very close to freezing right now. Now, will the the water levels where we are now without some more heavy rain will they drop a little bit before the heavy rain hits again well actually it's funny you say that because uh, cross lake is a is a reservoir that we're getting a lot of calls about obviously and cross lake is near what we like to call a flat crest right now 173.4 feet so if we were not to get any more rainfall uh then then that would be the crest followed by a slow fall but because we're forecasting an additional one to three inches of rainfall through Thursday, we're still calling for a crest on Cross Lake this weekend near 177 feet. Oh, my. And that's close to where we were in 2016 when we had the 100 years flood. You're, you're worried about Wallace Lake, too, correct? Yes. Uh, Wallace Lake currently, I just checked the hydrograph, it's at 150 and a half feet. We're looking for, uh, again, assuming we get the rainfall, we're forecasting an additional four or five foot rise to between 155 or 156 feet by this weekend. And what's the flood stage on Wallace Lake there? Uh, flood stage is one, 150 feet. Oh, so we're beyond that already. We're just above flood stage currently, yes. Okay. Shreveport Bossier is above freezing and not seeing any ice. Where are you seeing, seeing some snow and ice pre- precipitation right now? So no snow. Uh, the atmosphere is just not conducive for snow. The atmosphere is conducive for freezing rain if we can get the surface temperature down to freezing. So right now our freezing line runs out near Tyler to northwest of Texarkana. It's been, that, been there for the last 24 hours, but what we're afraid of is that by later, later this evening, especially tonight, we're going to have some, some colder air, what we like to call backdooring its way, our way in north Louisiana from southern Arkansas. Uh, overnight low temperatures tonight across northern Louisiana are going to be very close to freezing. Our forecast low right now is 33 for tonight in Shreveport and Bossier City. And then as you head eastward towards, say, Minden, Ruston, and Monroe, very close to freezing as well. Uh, we are... I'm, I'm concerned with the city, but I'm not as concerned with urban areas because of heat island effect. That uh, that tends to keep our urban areas a little warmer. But our rural areas, like north of the Interstate 20 corridor, we're talking north of Shreveport, Boulder City, north of Minden, 
we could very easily see ice accumulation up that way overnight tonight near a tenth of an inch. And for that reason, we've issued winter weather advisories that covers all of north Louisiana beginning at 6 p.m. tonight and continuing through 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Now, today, what, what's our high expected today? Are we going to get out of the 30s? We are currently at our high temperature for today, which is around 37, 38 degrees. We'll hold that st- that that steady temperature today, maybe even fall a degree or two by late this afternoon. So it's not going to warm the ground up a whole lot. Ground temperatures, believe it or not, are 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 our saving grace. They're they're not super warm, but they're not super cold either. If we see ice accumulation here locally in the shreveport Bowdoin City Metroplex, it will be across those elevated bridges and overpasses. How much more rain? Another three inches possible over the next couple of days? Three on the high side. Uh, one to three is a pretty good bet. But again, like, like we talked about earlier, I think that the heavier rain is going to hold off until later in the day, Wednesday through through the first half of Thursday. And if we do get, we're talking to Michael Berry with the National Weather Service, if we do get some freezing rain, uh, so this is not going to be the pretty kind. This is going to be the sludgy, sleet, nasty stuff, right? That's correct. It's really not even going to be sleet. It's going to be freezing rain. So it's going to fall as, as liquid rain. But then once it impacts a, a, an elevated object like a bridge and overpass your car, that that's freezing or sub-freezing. It's going to turn to ice. Okay. here's I've got a stupid question. What's the difference between sleet and freezing rain? So freezing on the rain, like we just talked about, it falls as liquid as a liquid raindrop and then freezes on contact with a, with a, with an object that is that is below freezing. Sleet is actually frozen as it falls through the okay. air and hits the okay. ground. That and and that's the concern for power lines and such. When we get the the freezing the freezing rain or the sleet, we're worried about that and the tree limbs breaking off and falling into power lines. There's got to be a concern about that today too, right? Uh, not so much across North Louisiana. We're more concerned with that further north into Arkansas and further northwest northeast Texas where we have winter storm warnings out right now. It's in those areas, say Tyler, Gilmer, Mount Pleasant, north and west of Texarkana, up towards Hope, Prescott, Nashville, Arkansas. We're expecting ice accumulations between one quarter and one half inch. When you have ice accumulations like that, that's going to weigh down those power lines. It's going to weigh down our tree limbs and result in power outages. Don't think we'll see that kind of accumulation here locally in the shreveport Bozier area. So our main concern at this point is the water levels and flooding. Yes, water levels and flooding. Again, be, uh, beginning Wednesday through Thursday when that heavy rain is going to occur and then those additional rises and crests through the weekend. But I'd say over the next 24 to 36 hours, possibility of some freezing rain here locally okay the magical question when are we going to see sunshine again <laughs> uh how about maybe this weekend we'll have to wait and see but that that's that's we thought you were going to say may probably... <laughs> <laughs> yeah may really oh. no may may see some peaks of sun this weekend michael berry national weather service thank you so much i know you're swamped we appreciate your time sure thing you're welcome mm-hmm. 1017 fm Oh my, 101, 1017 FM. See, see, 
Mm-hmm. I do it, but it's live. Yeah. I hey. I can't. I can't edit it. Be nice. <laughs> I'm being nice. <laughs> I, I'm self-deprecating. Oh. 1017 FM 710 Keo Mike and McCarty. You had a thing yesterday that really caught my ear um, in one of your newscasts. Amazon Prime no longer doing free delivery. If your order's under 150 bucks. So you have to have a $150 order to get free delivery. And other than that, I think they're going to charge you what's 395. Well, then what's the point of having a Prime account? Uh, I don't know. Cuz you cuz some of your items are big ticket items. And you know what you'll do instead of like I do, you'll like I now, I'm embarrassed any... to say this. I, I really am. Is this anything on Amazon now? I guess so. I, I guess. I, you or know, just I, groceries. I think it's anything on Amazon Prime, yeah. You won't do silly stuff like I did. I... we got to confirm this. I bought a pack of waterproof Band-Aids on Amazon. It's shipped in a box with some bubble wrap. Bubble comes wrap. to my door. Yes. Band-Aids? Band-Aids. And I'm embarrassed to say it on the air. I re- I ordered Band-Aids on Amazon Prime <laughs> instead of get, where my regular grocery order or whatever, running in CVS. And it probably got shipped. It got. Sh- it actually did get shipped all by itself in its own little box. Well, usually something... How many trees did I kill? Well, usually something like that, they'll throw in an envelope. I get a lot of my stuff in envelopes. This was in a box, and I'm embarrassed to say it that I. And, but I ordered it all at the same time. But they're shipping it all separately, which I don't understand. Just ship all my crap together. But the problem is they have these these fulfillment centers all over the country, and so the band aids are in Karen Crow, and the bathing suits are in Dallas, you know, and so they ship from different places. So. But yeah, your if you if your order doesn't total to one, so you're gonna have to wait till your order gets up to 150 before you hit you know submit my purchase, and then they'll they'll it'll still be free. But it, it's I don't know I'm yeah well why have prime the prime rate went up too to whatever it is now 199 a year or something like that. I don't it's even know. Gone up. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, this says beginning February 28th. Prime members who want home delivery from Amazon Fresh. Uh, maybe it is the, just the food stuff. I got the impression it was all orders below 150 Hmm. hmm. God, my maybe wife, my wife may... orders a lot of stuff. Under, I know. Uh, under 150 I'm the same, and I'm bad about it. I'm really bad about well, it. But, I mean, if that is the case, then I think I think if you have Prime, that that includes Prime Video. Am I wrong about it that? Does. Oh, well, yeah. Yes. Yes. That's that's kind of a big thing. That's that, huge. Yeah. That is that's huge. huge. Amazon Prime Video's got some, some good things on it, big time. But, I, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I you know I don't know I don't I don't know what their plan is and I've ordered from Whole Foods through Amazon too where you can just pull up and pick up and you can get really really good deals from Whole Paycheck Foods I mean Whole Foods if you um if you order on Amazon because yeah, no you, you can make a you can make some pretty good deals just FYI if you look around and search what are you seeing are you seeing I'm, this? I'm looking and it says 
Amazon Prime shipping benefits. Your Amazon Prime membership includes a variety of shipping benefits, including several shipping options if you need to expedite your delivery. Mm. One day shipping free, two day shipping free. Now, so we don't have same day delivery in our area yet. Not yet. I'm Not hoping, yet. I'm, well, I'm hoping they're still on the still on go. You know, I think when we get the the fulfillment center, that may be part of it. Right. That could be a part of that. We'll see. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm hoping Amazon Day. I think it. I think it must be just the groceries. Okay. Well, that's Amazon a good thing. Fresh. Okay. Yeah. Well, that is a good thing. I hope so. I hope. I don't. We can't get Amazon Fresh stuff here. If I've, I've tried to order like veggies oh, direct really? from, yeah. You you can't you can only get it through Whole Foods and it's got to be what Whole Foods has. Well, sure. But um, like if you want to order, own, Amazon owns Whole Foods. Right, exactly. But if you try to do the Amazon Fresh, like fresh meals and things like that, we don't. It says we don't. That service is not available in your area. So mm. we're still waiting for the full Amazon Fresh uh capability here we don't have it for everybody yet so I don't know, I'm, I'm i was just it, i was just in i was intrigued by that yesterday because mm -hmm. I, they, they, they can't eliminate free shipping on your prime account well i say they can't they certainly could and yeah they, they'll lose people i mean there'll be people that'll say you know that's part of why i'm in it and well, i want sure. out and i mean you know netflix when they, every time they go up on their rates people bail they're like ah, it ain't worth it now you know you went up two bucks i'm out and ultimately, they'll realize, you know, I don't, I don't know. No, they won't. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. This piece that I read yesterday, I'm just looking back at it. It does say Amazon acts as free grocery delivery. Uh, so there it we looks go. like grocery and you'll pay $4 for delivery uh, if your order is under 150. But who orders groceries under 150? Right, right. I mean, my grocery, yeah. That okay. does that doesn't exist anymore. Oh, yeah. No. In, in your house where you have a monster uh, teenager? I, I, yeah, I went to go get uh, just snacks and like stuff for the freezer, frozen mm -hmm. stuff, quick stuff. That that was over 150 bucks. Okay, <laughs> oh, my well. ice cream, my ice cream story real quick. Uh, well, if man. you throw if you throw a dozen <laughs> eggs in there, then you're yeah, over 150 you're already. Right. There. right. <laughs> uh, grocery pickup Saturday, two half gallons of Bluebell ice cream. <laughs> Saturday evening, go to the fridge to get, I got, I got one scoop, and then I go back to the fridge to look for something else, and one of the half gallons is gone. I'm like, oh, okay, oh, no. he, he had an ice cream fix. Then Sunday, but get, a, a I get whole a half gallon at yeah, one sitting? Gone. I had had one <laughs> scoop. Uh, the, the next day, Sunday, I go get one little scoop of my butter pecan, and then... Sunday night, oh, no. go into the fridge, gone. <laughs> God. Yesterday. I'm sitting this boy down having a talk. My yesterday, he comes in the house, <laughs> and I looked at him, and I said, hey, can I talk to you a minute? And he comes in my room, and, and he goes, yeah, what up? I said, I would really like to know if you saw the, um, the ice cream bandit get in the house <laughs> and what he looks like. And he's got this big grin. He said, Mama. I was eating ice cream like I was a pregnant woman. Uh, I said, no doubt. Are you sure he doesn't have a tapeworm? <laughs> <laughs> I need to check him. His tummy's going to be bubbling for a week. Bad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he works yeah. it off, though, I guess. He does. Ah, thank God. Oh, my gosh. Mm. All right. Uh, we're going to talk with uh, Richard. Richard. Richard Llewellyn. Llewellyn. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't have gotten that out of that. Yes. In, in six years. <laughs> we'll talk with you.
do do some comparison and talk about the flooding and the ice coming up. Mike and McCarty, 101.com. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike in McCarty. I I just heard that uh Shirley died. Mm-hmm. Cindy Williams. Yeah, she 75. was yeah, she's she a brief illness and um now Laverne and Shirley are both gone. Yeah, uh Penny Marshall died in two thousand eighteen. I say authoritatively like I knew. I just had to look it up. Can you sing the song? I'm sure you can, right? Shlemiel, Shlemazel, I remember Austin that. Austin Pepper, right? Yeah. <laughs> Austin Pepper. Well, whatever they said, I don't even know what they said. <laughs> Gosh, I just remember. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> and the big L on the on her oh, on yeah. Laverne's shirt. And what did she drink? Milk and Pepsi? Was that? Yeah, yeah. That's a uh, and that's back to being a thing now. I think. I was about to say, yeah, people are doing that again. Ugh, that's disgusting. <laughs> it sounds really gross. Oh, God. <laughs> well, you drink a root beer float, don't you? Yeah. Which is really good. I, w- I want to say that's different, but I, I can't really argue. Right. <laughs> no, I'm arguing. I'm arguing. It's different. Would you put Would you put ketchup on mashed potatoes? No. But you'll dip a french fry in there. Oh, hush. Stop making sense. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. I know. Don't you have to go somewhere? Uh, we spoke with Prentice Smith yesterday about violence uh, in the black community in Shreveport and nationwide. And uh, hear part of that conversation coming up next with Mike and McCarty, 1017. 101.7 FM. 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty in studio with us uh, this morning, Prentice Smith, and you've written columns about this. First of all, good morning. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, <laughs> you, Eric. Morning. You, you, we, we, Thanks uh, for having me. When we called you last week, we were uh, d- discussing the the shooting that took place in the Martin Luther King neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, tragic. The it, tragic situation. We don't know that at this point. I don't think we still know who the suspects are. I don't. I haven't gotten information about the suspects yet. No. Multiple Mm-mm. suspects. We think because of the different calibers of uh, casings that were found outside the home, uh, shoot into a home uh, with women and children. Imagine that, Mike. Mm. Imagine I, that. I can't imagine. I mean, that. you know, my wife and I we were talking about this, and you know, you're in your home. And all of a sudden, you know, bullets start coming through your house and everything. And it's just something that I just can't even imagine. But it happens every day in, and I put this in quote, our community. And when I say our community, I'm saying the black community. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a sad truth. Mm -hmm. And uh, unfortunately, um, I don't know how we get our arms around that. But it's something that starts early starts in the home, starts with training, starts with education, starts with all of that. But uh, the truth is that this is happening in the black community. It's not happening out on, on Ellaby Road. It's not happening in Highlands, although it did happen in Highlands and we had the tragic death of the young lady. Uh, but this is predominantly black on black crime. And uh, as I've said often, uh, the majority, and when we're talking about police, 
and we, 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 we were talking about the majority of policemen in this, in this country, it's over 700,000 policemen in this country, maybe more, the majority of them just want to go to work, come home. Mm-hmm. And that's what they do. But this thing in Memphis, uh, it's, it's, it's really beyond the pale, as I've said. And uh, I don't care what color the officers were, uh, black or white. And I agree with Aaron. I, you just, it's just, chances are you're not going to see this happening to a white man. It's just not going to happen. And people can get mad about that. They can be glad about it. They can say whatever they want. But that's just a fact. That's not saying that all policemen are racist. That's just saying that in this country, there's a culture, even with black men that are police officers, to dehumanize another black individual. And that's what they did with, with, with Mr. Nichols. Mm-hmm. They dehumanized him. He was not a human to them. Because if he was, they wouldn't have done that in their minds. Because at the end of the day, the way they treated him, even stopping him for basically no reason at all. I mean, they targeted him. And this scorpion group, or this, 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 uh, 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 I guess it's a special unit. Um, there's evidence that they've been doing this before, mm-hmm. and uh, people have tried to turn them in. People have tried to report them uh, to no avail. But uh, you know, race is is uh, you know we we don't want to talk about it, but we need to talk about it. But if 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 Mike or I were to say what you just said a minute ago about the shootings in Shreveport, um, we're racist. Mm-hmm. Um, you can say it, and you're going to still get criticism, correct? I do. I get criticism. Because you've written uh, columns on this I very have, thing. I mm-hmm. have, because it's the truth. I mean, listen, you, you, you have to be have your head buried in the sand somewhere if you don't know that the predominance of crime and the predominance of murders in Shreveport are being done by young black men to other black human beings. That's just the fact. Now, the key is, what do we do about it? And that's the complicated. Part. We lock and we lock them up, and then we let them out. Yeah. we lock them up, and, and we let them out. Door. That's a revolving door. And I agree. What with do Sarah. we do to fix that? I agree with 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 with, uh, with uh, Sheriff Parada. Mm-hmm. It's too many of these people are being uh, plea bargained down when they're dangerous individuals, and allowed to come back on the street and wreak havoc in most of these neighborhoods of people that look like me. They're dealing with individuals that they've seen, that have gone to jail, come out, they're afraid, there's no snitch thing, they don't want to talk, all of that. It's a culture. And as I've said before, until black folk start acknowledging that we have a problem in our neighborhoods and not getting on people because they say it or because they are are being honest about it, then nothing's going to happen. There's a message on the Shreveport Security Systems message board about the situation in Memphis. Uh, Sarah Kate said, Jesse Waters played video of the officers after the victim was cuffed. They were talking about the fact that the victim wouldn't stop when they were trying to pull him over. No other show has played that video all weekend. I have no idea if it would be available. Maybe that's where the reckless driving charge came from. And even reckless driving should not cause what happened to Mr. Nichols. Why, oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, look, uh, uh, as I've said to you, um, I don't believe in defunding the police. 
I believe in giving the police all the money they need. I believe in giving them the, the salaries that they deserve. I believe in having them wherever we need them. I'm not for all of that defund the police. The overwhelming majority of policemen, I will say it again, are good, decent human beings that go home to their families and want to go home to their families. But there is an element, there is a culture that, that, that does dehumanize uh, black individuals when they're messing, when they're driving, when they're whatever. And the whole talk thing that parents give their kids, that's real. That's to, real. But to mm -hmm. Memphis's credit, their response to this, Memphis officials, uh, the mayor condemned it. Um, they were the officers were immediately arrested and fired and f they were immediately fired, That's right. mm -hmm. arrested. And they now disbanded that unit, the right. Scorpions. Right. I mean, they're they're doing everything they That's can. Right. That's right. To 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 not not only make amends but say this this is unacceptable behavior and we're not going to tolerate it. But you know Memphis has been one of the flashpoints for black on black crime. Memphis is a wonderful sure. city, but the, the the crime the black on black there you know it's it's one of the leading cities where where young black men are killed by other young black men. Mm -hmm. As I've said before. No one wants to sit around and sit, just point out, well, you know, he's black and he's killing another black and all. That's just the reality of this report. There, you know, year before last, there were 95 murders. Of those 95 murders, 80 of them were black on black. Now, come on. That's a problem. And that's a problem that has to be addressed not only by community leaders and, and politicians and all of that. Uh, it's a problem that starts at home. Three. One seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty. Uh, more rain coming. Looks like we'll get a reprieve Friday, hmm. uh, and and some on the weekend before more next week. <laughs> but he's but we spoke with uh, Michael Berry from the National Weather Service earlier this morning, mm -hmm. who said that uh, the lake levels and stuff are expected to crest. Even over the weekend, yeah, because of yeah. the three to six inches or whatever we're going to be getting. A lot of people are are, are a little bit concerned around Cross Lake, and if you want to know the yes. comparisons about 2016 when we had the 100 years flood uh, at keelnews.com, we've done the comparable numbers, and it's going to be pretty close. I hate to say that for folks that suffered through 2016 and flooding. It looks like the um, crest levels are going to be very, very close. Unless this rain tapers off, unless something changes, it, it doesn't look good. And so we anticipate that there will be a lot of a lot of folks that have water in their homes. I'm hoping not, but it, it doesn't look good right now. Uh, Michael Berry was saying that we're not expecting more heavy rain until like Wednesday night, late mm. Wednesday afternoon into Wednesday night and Thursday. Mm. Yeah. So. I mean, we can just do what we can do. That's Absolutely. That's it. And we'll talk to Richard Llewellyn from the Weather Channel coming up at uh, 7 to kind of get an update on what's going on, you know, locally now. What are the numbers looking like? Well, what, what is he projecting? Because, you know, it, it it's changing every hour. We're getting more projections of more rains, et cetera. And we're under a flood warning now for Cross Lake. So 
concerns. Yeah, I talked to my daughter last night. I didn't realize, I don't know where my head was, don't say it, um, that they, they're they shutting down things in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is freezing in Dallas. Fortunately, we're not dealing with sub-freezing temperatures here. No, and and to the uh, west of us in, uh, in northeast Texas, some school districts are closed today because of flooding issues and others because of uh, icing problems. Yeah. So we're, our temp is still, what are we at, like 35 right now? He said we're at our high for today mm-hmm. already. Yeah. So it's not going to warm up at all today. My computer has a snowflake on it. It cannot be snowing. It cannot be. I can't see outside. It cannot possibly be. One of y'all run out there because I ain't going out in that cold. I'll go out. (laughs) I don't mind the cold. Yeah, it's cold. It really is too (laughs) cold. Especially I don't mind the cold in January. (sighs) Yeah, it's too too cold for me. I don't like this wet, drippy cold. It's just miserable. No, no. Had to go out last night uh, swimming and... When you hit the door to go to your car, and and I don't, I typically don't dress there at the gym. I go home, you know, because I'm two minutes away, and so that walk to the car in the wet swim trunks, wet hair. <laughs> when you're leaving the oh, gym, oh yeah, yeah. whoo wee, that's cold, very cold. I wouldn't know. Um, <laughs> gym's been <laughs> super crowded lately too. Good for you. You know, the month of January is always crowded at the gyms, right. and so you circle the lot to get a parking spot. And found a spot last night, and God, I'm a squirrel. And um, the lady's sitting in her car texting. I'm like, move your dang car. Oh, Get yeah. out of the parking spot. Oh. I pulled up to the ATM, and there's a lady in front of me sitting there, and her window's up at the ATM. So I'm like, okay, you know, you're not. <laughs> What are you doing? Come on. Yeah. And I resisted. I wasn't that guy. You know, I really wanted to in my big truck. And I didn't. Thank I was, God. Yeah. But she sat there for like two minutes. People do things on their phone. And then that pulled away. Yeah. Didn't. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. I just sat there. I was like, I'm going to wait till she moves. She's yeah. ultimately going to move because there's other cars circling going, if you give it up, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. You know. Face it, girls. I'm older and have more insurance. I was thinking exactly that thing. Exactly that. Try to get in this spot. Richard Llewellyn from the uh, Weather Channel is going to join us after the local news. Mike and McCarty, 101.7 FM. Leaf. One zero one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. More rain on the way, on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline with us this morning from the Weather Channel. Richard Llewellyn. Good morning, Richard. Good morning. How are y'all this morning? Wet, very wet. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been wet, and it looks like we're going to get at least another two waves of low pressure that are going to roll across the area here through the rest of the week and keep that rain chance in the forecast. So. It looks like we'll finally get a break from the rain by the time we get to Friday, but until then, a lot of water on the way still to come. It looks like we're we're under a flood warning now, I believe, for some areas. Can you can you tell us what the what the issues are right now with regard to flooding? Yeah, it looks like um, across Bayou at Cross Lake, there is a flood warning that's in place. Uh, the uh, latest stage that we got was from 6:30 last night, but I've been looking over the 
the the new stage that we've gotten so far this morning and uh let me pull that stage right quick mm-hmm. it is 173.37 is what it currently sitting at right now and of course uh, you know they have released some of the water on the uh, gates uh there at cross lake because they're concerned that the uh, water levels are going to continue to come up with the two to four inches of rain that is still yet to come for us and that could push the lake uh toward that record level that we saw a few years ago where we had uh flooding records on the lake uh, go all the way back to 2007 uh and this could get very close to that record stage that we saw back in uh 20 um in 2016 when we did have some flooding on the lake then so that's one of the concerns that we have is with cross lake but as in regards to the red and other areas we're not expecting any major flooding concerns on those areas those should stay below flood stage that 2016 on cross lake got just above 177 feet Um, it looks like the national weather service is saying we could see that by friday Uh, real close is that what you're looking at as well yeah, that's what we're seeing as well here. It looks like at one, at least 177, the way things are looking right now. So that would definitely put some water in some locations that we uh, saw during that 2016 flood event that happened then on the lake. So it's very comparable to what we saw then. So we're going to be keeping an eye on that stage uh, closely as um, you know as we move on through the next couple of days. Good news is they do have the gates open and they're trying to pull some of the water off the lake. But with the two to four inches of rain that's still yet to come, that could definitely cause some issues with flooding in and around the lake over the next couple of days until that stage uh, starts to drop a little bit. Then that doesn't look like that's going to happen at least for the next couple of days. Richard Lewelling with the Weather Channel. Richard, we're at our high for today from what I understand. But uh, most of the ice and freezing temperatures are north of us as far as in shreveport Bossier, So we're not expecting any any inclement icing here locally well later tonight we could see um uh, the the potential for some icing all the way down to the i-20 quarter here in uh, northern louisiana that's one of the reasons we have that winter weather advisory that kicks in at six o'clock tonight and runs through 9 a.m tomorrow morning it looks like right along the i-20 corridor uh, stretching into northwestern louisiana there is the potential that we could get a little bit of uh, icing on some of the bridges and overpasses and a little bit of freezing rain that could occur. The temperatures are going to be right there at that threshold for several hours later this evening and in through the overnight hours tonight. So we're going to be watching that closely, and that could linger into the morning commute tomorrow where we could have some issues. I've been looking at TxDOT and looking at some of the other um, state agencies and uh, looking at uh, how travel is across the air right now. We're not seeing a lot of travel problems here in Louisiana as of yet, but you don't have to go too far over into Texas where you start to run into the issues with black ice and bridge icing and, and travel concerns, especially from Tyler uh, onto the west where they are dealing with uh, all types of travel problems in North Texas this morning in regards to the um, uh, icing that they're dealing with over there. In fact, we've seen a lot of folks stranded on the interstate from overnight uh, west of uh, Dallas between Dallas and Abilene that really just got crunched uh, with a lot of freezing rain. And a lot of folks said they just couldn't go another mile because the roads were in such bad shape. It's accumulating then on the roadways, I guess, and it's ice. It's not really snow, correct? Yeah, it's, we've, we've seen a lot of moisture that's been coming up out of the hill country of Texas that's been working north 
uh, toward the Interstate 20 corridor. And a lot of that has been either in the form of freezing rain or just sleet, you know, just solid sleet. And when you kind of have that situation, it just makes travel pretty difficult, you know. And that's one of the things that we've, we're concerned with. We have this new wave of low pressure that's coming up out of uh, Arizona and New Mexico that's going to start to kick in later tonight. That moisture will start to build in, you know, here in Shreveport, Tomorrow night is another concern because we have the potential for heavy rainfall and with temperatures expected to be there between 32 and 35 degrees, depending on how much moisture, how much cold air aloft that we're going to have, uh, we could have see several hours of some concerns tomorrow night, too, uh, in, the re- in the initial onset of the precipitation with this next wave of low pressure. So we're going to have to keep an eye on it. It looks like the next few days are kind of borderline events for us here in Shreveport with the worst of the weather over in Texas and across uh, southwestern Arkansas and southeastern Oklahoma. But, you know, as we uh, move on uh, through the next few days, it's going to be interesting to watch to see how things play out. Right now, not a major event in regards to power issues, but the road issues can become an issue uh, late tonight, tomorrow, and then again tomorrow night into early Thursday And hopefully by Friday we kick this out of the way and look at some warmer temperatures back in the forecast over the weekend. We do see some 60s back in the forecast by Sunday and maybe even some temperatures flirting with 70 degrees by Monday. So if we can just get through the next couple of days, uh, it looks like we're going to see a little bit of a break in this cold weather action. But we're not done with the rain. It looks like by the time we get into Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week, especially um, uh, Tuesday, uh, there's another storm system in the pipeline looks to bring more rain back into the forecast, and it just looks wet uh, beyond that all the way out through mid-month here for uh, the Arklatex. So we've got more rain definitely on the way. Richard, that's what I was going to ask you about. We've got some uh, a reprieve starting Friday for the weekend, but then next week is even more rain. Is that going to even add more to the flood levels next week? It could, especially for Cross Lake. I think that's going to be the big concern, how how the engineers and, you know, how flood managers are going to be able to pull the water off the lake and, you know, keep, you know, the good news is right now most of the river levels across northwest Louisiana are are staying in check at the moment. But, you know, when you add, you know, two to three inches of water on top of what we've already had and the potential for at least another inch, coming next week, you know, the river levels are going to start to come up a little bit, but I still think we're a long way away from our, you know, any type of major springtide flooding or anything like that coming up for the Arklatex. You know, in fact, we're still dealing with some drought concerns over in northeast Louisiana at this time. So, you know, it's, you know, we're in pretty good shape in regards to flooding Cross Lake. I think it's going to be our biggest concern. Richard Welling with the Weather Channel. Thank you for your time, sir. Thank you, guys. Mm -hmm. 101.7 FM, 7.10 Keel, Mike and McCarty. By the way, we're at our high today. What, 37? This is it. Man. I wasn't expecting the ice. Mm-mm, I was not. I thought and we I, were yeah. going to kind of miss that, but Richard was saying maybe not. 32 for a low tonight, which is right hovering near, near freezing. And if it keeps raining. Ugh. Last week we talked about this coach at Captain Shreve mm-hmm. um, going off on a rant in yeah. the classroom. Understandable to a degree. 
Understandable. I know it's frustrating. You got kids, you know, do, and, and I'm sure they, well, obviously they allow cell phones in class because somebody recorded the whole thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. They're not supposed to have them out, but kids do what kids do. You know, yeah. that's what kids do. Oh, I know I would have if uh, I were in high oh, school still. Yeah. yeah, I was an idiot. Still and, are. But. And this coach is, you know, he he's fat shaming kids, saying it's your own fault if you're fat. It's what you're putting in your mouth. And he used I mean, expletive after expletive over and over again. And the statement that they sent to me uh, last week was that they were handling the situation and um, but they didn't comment on personnel matters. And now we do understand that the coach has been suspended. We don't know for how long or, you know, is he suspended with pay? I'm sure they probably is. I'm sure that's probably in his uh in the in the teachers deals but we don't know you know will he be back will he be reassigned will he get some remediation some training you know i don't know what they'll do with regard to that and they won't tell us that they keep all that private um but there's a lot of parents who were really outraged and thought he should have been fired and you know should never be able to teach again i don't know if you take a teacher completely out you know of the system for having a bad day because it's obviously he had a bad day he was frustrated because the kids weren't doing the work. They're just not doing the work in his class. Right. And he was trying to motivate them. And in, in a kind of a his own odd way, he thought that would be a good way to do it. And it and it was not. It's just not appropriate to talk to kids like that. It's just not. Well, in an unrelated story, but kind of similar, there's the coach in Wascom who reported that uh, a student had threatened a middle school student had threatened to shoot him, Mm -hmm. that coach has been placed on leave. Yeah. Um, So uh, what in the world? I know. You know, I'm not sure. uh, Parents are upset there because they said nothing was done. The Mm -hmm. student threatened to shoot a teacher, and it wasn't even reported to the police. Right, right. But the coach gets suspended for yeah. apparently speaking out Post, mm-hmm. he, i think he posted a, a a tiktok video online saying this student was you know threatened to shoot me and then i went into uh the basketball practice and he was in the gym right another concern in wascom was that only sixth grade parents were notified at mm-hmm. a school where there's many grades that attend this school you know why weren't all the parents notified that this student may have had a gun you know, in school or was threatening it anyway. Uh, I would want to know if a kid is threatening to shoot somebody at a school where my kids are, I'd want to know. Well, in 2023, you have to take those seriously. You bet. I mean, every one of them, no doubt. I mean, Texas should know, definitely. I mean, they just had one of the, the worst tragedies in a school in, in many decades. And uh, those are serious. you got to assume those kids mean what they're saying. Right. And, it's and sad. Apparently, have access to guns. Oh, you bet. How many homes now have guns? Lots of them. Lots yes. of them. Yep. And more than one gun in many. They're, so there, there are in mine. Yeah, exactly. I don't have children in the home, but yeah, I did, and mm-hmm. but they were also instructed. I taught my daughter. Took her to the firing range. Right. Exactly. Taught her how to use the gun and how mm-hmm. to handle it safely. Right. And you should, you know, everybody in the where there's a, where there's a gun, and you need to take care of it. Too, by the way, oh we yeah, go, we go practice and target shooting. Mm-hmm. You know, when she comes in, she she's good. She needs to be. You yes. never know when you might need it. Yeah, absolutely.
101.7 FM, 710 Life. One one seven FM seven ten Keo Mike and McCarty. We, you know, football for all practical purposes come to an end. Forty uh, oh, yeah. ers last last weekend in the Eagles and Brock Purdy mm-hmm. hurt his arm. Right, bring in this fourth string quarterback. First of all, Aaron, this this poor guy. He's been in the league ten years. Yeah, never even heard of him. Right. Right, and you saw pretty much why he's fourth string. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he just wasn't prepared. Golly, but yeah. then he gets hurt, so they bring Purdy back. Aaron, he had a a complete tear of his UCL mm. in his throwing elbow, according to the Goodness. NFL Network. You know, they had him, you, you saw pictures of him during the game over on the sideline. They had it wrapped, and it was all you know that. Yeah. Huge, oh, yeah. And then he was back on the sideline throwing the ball again. How in the world? I don't know. I don't know how you do that. I really don't. So now they're saying he's trying not to have the Tommy John surgery that will be put him out, out of commission for like six months. He wants to compete for the starting job mm-hmm. at training camp. Right. Now he may not be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And he's oh. such a good kid. I know he's 24, so he's still... You know, hopefully, a lot in front of him. Mm-hmm. But that was just heartbreaking. It really was. It, it, such a tragedy. And I'm hoping that he can get, you know, get healed and come back next year. I'm, I'm hoping it, there's not a, a lengthy process. It, you know, Drew Brees had a career-ending shoulder injury when he was with San Diego. Right. He jumped in the fray <laughs> for a fumble. Yep. And they said, well, he's done. Mm-hmm. Well, look what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so... You know, hang in there, Brock. Absolutely. You never know. Absolutely. Uh, William Daniel, the director of Shreveport Water and Sewerage, going to join us uh, just after the break, We're talking about the Cross Lake situation and the gates with Mike and McCarty. That's next, 101.7 FM. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty, and on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline, uh, Shreveport Water and Sewage Director William Daniel. Good morning, sir. Thanks for talking with us this morning. You're welcome, as usual. The, the, there's concern that the level on Cross Lake could reach one hundred seventy-seven feet, which would mirror the one hundred years flood of twenty sixteen. I know you're watching it closely. Is that what you're looking at, too, the same numbers you're hearing? Well, that that number was a high side number by the Weather Service, which didn't really take into account that the gates are open. So we don't believe that it's going to get anywhere near 177. In fact, the lake has been dropping overnight. So uh, unless we get some really unusual rain uh, storm, uh, the lake is actually coming down. Well, that's, that's good, good news. news. Absolutely good news. They gave us a number this morning of 173.3. Is that about what you have now, too? Yes. One, I have 173.39 at 521 a.m. Okay. So um, it's actually dropped since last night. 
and we're continuing to keep the gates open. Um, there's always reports that the gates are closed. I don't know where that comes from because the gates are open. We opened the third gate Saturday morning. Uh, so we've had three gates open for, you know, three or four days and two gates up until that time before. Is there a fourth gate? There is not a fourth gate. There's only three gates. Okay, so the the folks that tell me that there's a fourth gate and the fourth gate is broken, that's absolutely inaccurate. Well, now there are three gates, and one gate is uh, not working 100%. Uh, It will only go down about 60%. So um, we we, we do face that. That was in a bond proposal that didn't get passed So uh, to fix it. So, uh, and these gates are very, very old. Um, is that one of the three, or is that a... That is, no, that's one of the three. So there are not, there are not four. Not to my knowledge. Okay. I've only been here two and a half years, so <laughs> <laughs> if there's a fourth gate out there, no one's told me about it. Okay, and you guys um, open, the, open the gates. When you open the gates, you do put another part of our city in jeopardy. you got to be concerned about that too, right? Well, it goes into the Red River, and there's no real flooding issues with the with the Red River. The last time in 2016 when we had the big flood, there was flooding issues with the Red River. And, in fact, the Red River was over the top of Cross Lake, so Cross Lake could not drain. We could, I mean, even if the gates were open... It could not drain because the water level that it was trying to flow into was higher than um, the lake level. So that was the problem in 2016. And you plan your plan is to keep those gates open through this week. There's no plan to close them or anything at this point, right? There is no plan to close them. We have to be careful. I mean, we have like about a three-inch... Um, window that we try to keep those gates i mean we would like to keep it right at 171 the problem is if we let it get too low then it affects our operations if we let it get too high of course it affects the lake so we're constantly watching the weather watching the forecast you know and you get a forecast of light rain and it's heavy rain and the 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 lake goes up you get a forecast of heavy rain we let a bunch of water out and then it doesn't rain at all then we're too low so it it would be nice to have a model. I mean, it's it's a complicated um, scenario. You have all these bayous and streams flowing into Cross Lake, and then you have you know us taking water out plus rainfall that that collects into Cross Lake. So it would be nice if we had a model that we could dial up based on the rainfall in the air. I mean, rainfall in, in East Texas affects what happens in Cross Lake. Mm-hmm. So, but, but there is no model that I am aware of that we can access that would give us, you know, something that we could go by to say, oh, we need to open the gate, oh, we need to close the gate. So we have to watch, you know, our water plant, they are weather people they they are gate operators Mm -hmm. and they make water so it's it's uh there's a lot going on out there now we got a report that there's a a a cross lake warning uh about flooding that concerns up getting up to 177 but you say 
that w- that's well, that was, not an that issue? Was put, well, I don't. We don't think it's going to go to 177. That was put out by the Office of Homeland Security, like I said, based on uh, a weather forecaster. And I called up Homeland Security uh, and talked to them about it. They said that was way the high side. I said, does it include, you know, the gates? And the guy said, no, it really doesn't include the gates. We try to kind of factor that in on a, um, after the, you know, after we do the forecast. But the 177 is not realistic in my view. I'm not a modeler, but we don't what, think what it's going to go. What are you projecting? We're thinking that it's cresting, that it's crested and it's going back down now. So if we get so, two to four more inches of rain tomorrow and, and Thursday, Thursday yeah. it's not going to impact that? It could impact it. That's what I'm saying. That's why we're keeping the gates open and we're, we're lowering the level. Uh, but that's really about all we can do. I mean, we keep the, like I said, we have a very small window on what we can, how we operate out there, and we're trying to keep it in that window. So we've had the gates open for a week. Mm-hmm. trying to lower the water level in advance of this rain. Well, it sounds like you're on but, top of it, and we appreciate that. Well, we're watching it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Even when, you know, even, you know we have this problem. We have the opposite problem in the summer where mm-hmm. the lake level starts getting too low, and we have to pump water in from uh, 12-mile bayou. So it's, you know... We're watching it all the time. Let me read you. Know? Let me read you a message I just got from a former employee, so you can help clear this up because people are on my behind today. Quote: Okay, girlfriend, there's absolutely four gates. The fourth is smaller than the other three, but it's absolutely four gates. The small gate broke back in 2002 and has never been fixed. We both okay. worked for the Amos Water Treatment Plant for many, many years. I for 15, and my friend for 33. Um, they I'm never not, fixed the four gates. I'm not disputing there's four gates. I only know of three that, that have been, since okay. I've been here that we've been using. If there's a fourth gate, I'm not aware of it. I've actually been out on a boat looking at the gates on a couple of different occasions. Uh, uh, we would like to, we, we actually proposed a project to the state to fix it, but they said we weren't eligible because it's a dam. We don't think it's a dam, but they right. think it's a dam. Okay. So but if well, there's a fourth gate, I'll find out more about it. But I, w- I have been looking, trying to fix the third gate. You know, it's somewhere in the neighborhood of $750,000 to a million dollars to fix it. Whew. So yeah, we need to pay not, the money. Uh, not a cheap. Not a cheap fix. Absolutely. And we can only get it, you know, like I say, 60% down. So, Well, look, uh, William Daniel, I can't thank you enough for always being available and, you know, finding answers for us when we do have questions. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Call me anytime. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate your help. 101.7 FM. Seven FM, seven ten Keel. Thanks again to William Daniel coming on, talking with us. Uh, That's a little good news for folks around Cross Lake. Very good news. I have a friend of mine texted me last night. He's got a he's got a boathouse. Now I say a boathouse. 
it's not a boathouse. It's it's basically a den out of the end of this long pier, really nice pier that goes out over the water. And they've got, you know, they've got a huge TV in there, couches, a fireplace. I mean, it's really nice. Mm -hmm. And he was texting last night and he said, I got water up to the boathouse. I mean, the yeah. water is up. He goes, if we get any more and it's going to be in in the oh, boathouse. Yeah. Of course, I texted back and said, see, that's why I don't have really nice things. <laughs> there, I did, there's I a didn't stray, hear back from him. There's a stray boat. You know, normally we'll have a horse. Or a dog missing yeah. or something. We got a boat that just kind of, I think, Cross Lake Patrol, um, it was just floating out in the lake. It looks like a good party barge. Um, you can contact Cross Lake Patrol to claim the boat just kind of floating around. It broke loose from its moorings, I guess. And that's kind of what we have when we have flooding situations. Some of these boats get crushed up against their boathouses and um, some of them break free. Well, there's a stray boat across lake patrol and they're trying to find its rightful owner yeah i say it's mine can, can we just do that i'll just say it's mine it's my boat i'll take it <laughs> yeah, let me I'll give it a it. new home i'll rehome it <laughs> I, do, I don't know I, <laughs> no i don't have a place for it <laughs> yeah what are you gonna do yeah exactly i don't i don't know but it, yeah it's uh, the lake at cross lake right now is 173 and Projections from the National Weather Service are saying it could get to 177. But apparently they're not taking into consideration the, the operation of the gates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Mr. Daniel said, no, it's actually coming down. Right. And, one, and the concern is, for folks who know the levels, 177 is where we hit in 2016, where folks were devastated. I mean, I know folks who had three feet of water in their their homes around Cross Lake, and it, it destroyed a lot of homes. There were 300 upward claims through FEMA. Um, there were dozens and dozens of homes flooded with high, high, high water, not just a few inches, but feet of water in their homes. So they're watching mm. it closely, and to hear him say he doesn't think it's going to get to that 177 is really good news but you talk to the weather guys and they're saying uh, we're concerned and they've issued a flood warning for cross lake um and they're concerned about the lake continuing to rise possibly to 177 by the end of the week but again the gates are open three of the f do we believe four gates now four gates are open um one of them the third one's not open all the way but um, you know they've got they've got the water coming out of the lake to drain it down some to, to lower it we'll see so we'll we'll stay on top of this you bet well aaron will <laughs> 101 <laughs> i look this full disclosure 1017 <laughs> fm by the way One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline from the National Weather Service, Michael Berry. Uh good morning, Michael. Thanks for talking with us this morning. Good morning, Mike Aaron. How are y'all? Good. Well well how bad is this flooding gonna be in our area? Well, the rain has not stopped and it's not going to for two days, huh? It has not stopped. It's going to continue through at least Thursday. But the good news is that the heavier rainfall will probably hold off until late in the day, Wednesday, Wednesday night. 
and move rapidly from west to east across our area during the day Thursday. So what we're expecting today and tonight will just be some very light precipitation, which is fortunate because we're hovering very close to freezing right now. Now, will the the water levels where we are now without some more heavy rain, will they drop a little bit before the heavy rain hits again? Well, actually, it's funny you say that because uh, Cross Lake is a is a reservoir that we're getting a lot of calls about, obviously. And Cross Lake is near what we like to call a flat crest right now, 173.4 feet. So if we were not to get any more rainfall, uh, then, then that would be the crest followed by a slow fall. But because we're forecasting an additional one to three inches of rainfall, through Thursday, we're still calling for a crest on Cross Lake this weekend near 177 feet. Oh, my. And that's close to where we were in 2016 when we had the 100-year flood. You're, you're worried about Wallace Lake, too, correct? Yes. Uh, Wallace Lake currently, I just checked the hydrograph, it's at 150 and a half feet. We're looking for, uh, again, assuming we get the rainfall, we're forecasting an additional four or five foot rise to between 155 or 156 feet by this weekend. And what's the flood stage on Wallace Lake there? Uh, flood stage is one, 150 feet. Oh, so we're beyond that already. We're just above flood stage currently, yes. Okay. Shreveport Bossier's above freezing and not seeing any ice. Where are you not, seeing, seeing some snow and ice pre- precipitation right now? So no snow. Uh, the atmosphere is just not conducive for snow. The atmosphere is conducive for freezing rain if we can get the surface temperature down to freezing. So right now our freezing line runs out near Tyler to northwest of Texarkana. It's been that been there for the last 24 hours, but what we're afraid of is that by later later this evening, especially tonight, we're going to have some some colder air, what we like to call backdooring its way our way in North Louisiana from southern Arkansas. Uh, overnight low temperatures tonight across northern Louisiana are going to be very close to freezing. Our forecast low right now is 33 for tonight in Shreveport and Bossier City, and then as you head eastward towards say Minden, Ruston, and Monroe, very close to freezing as well. Uh, we are. I'm, I'm concerned with the city, but I'm not as concerned with urban areas because of heat island effect. That uh, that tends to keep our urban areas a little warmer. But our rural areas, like north of the Interstate 20 corridor, we're talking north of Shreveport, Bossier City, north of Minden, we could very easily see ice accumulation up that way overnight tonight, near a tenth of an inch. And for that reason, we've issued winter weather advisories that covers all of North Louisiana. Louisiana beginning at 6 p.m. tonight and continuing through 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Now today, what's what's our high expected today? Are we going to get out of the 30s? We are currently at our high temperature for today, which is around 37, 38 degrees. We'll hold that st- that that steady temperature today, maybe even fall a degree or two by late this afternoon. So it's not going to warm the ground up a whole lot. Ground temperatures, believe it or not, are, are, are our saving grace. They're, they're not super warm, but they're not super cold either. If we see ice accumulation here locally in the Shreveport Bowdoin City Metroplex, it will be across those elevated bridges and overpasses. How much more rain? Another three inches possible over the next couple of days? 
Three on the high side, uh, one to three is a pretty good bet. But, again, like like we talked about earlier, I think that the heavier rain is going to hold off until later in the day, Wednesday through through the first half of Thursday. And if we do get, we're talking to Michael Berry with the National Weather Service, if we do get some freezing rain, uh, this is not going to be the pretty kind. This is going to be the sludgy, sleet, nasty stuff, right? That's correct. It's really not even going to be sleet. It's going to be freezing rain. So it's going to fall as, as liquid rain. But then once it impacts a, a, an elevated object like a bridge and overpass your car, that that's freezing or sub-freezing. It's going to turn to ice. Okay. Here's I've got a stupid question. What's the difference between sleet and freezing rain? So freezing on rain, like we just talked about, it falls as liquid as a liquid raindrop and then freezes on contact with a, with a, with an object that is that is below freezing. Sleet is actually frozen as it falls through the okay. air and hits okay. the ground. That and and that's the concern for power lines and such. When we get the the freezing the freezing rain or the sleet, we're worried about that and the tree limbs breaking off and falling into power lines. There's got to be a concern about that today too, right? Uh, not so much across North Louisiana. We're more concerned with that further north into Arkansas and further northwest and northeast Texas where we have winter storm warnings out right now. It's in those areas, say Tyler, Gilmer, Mount Pleasant, north and west of Texarkana, up towards Hope, Prescott, Nashville, Arkansas. We're expecting ice accumulations between one quarter and one half inch. When you have ice accumulations like that, that's going to weigh down those power lines. It's going to weigh down our tree limbs and result in power outages. Don't think we'll see that kind of accumulation here locally in the Shreveport-Bossier area. So our main concern at this point is the water levels and flooding. Yes, water levels and flooding. Again, uh, beginning Wednesday through Thursday when that heavy rain is going to occur and then those additional rises and crests through the weekend, but I'd say over the next 24 to 36 hours, the possibility of some freezing rain here locally. Okay, the magical question, when are we going to see sunshine again? <laughs> uh, how about maybe this weekend? We'll have to wait and see. But that that's... that's we thought you were going to say May. Probably... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, May, really. Oh. No, may, may see some peaks of... Please. Sorry, I'm dancing. <laughs> Look at you. What time is it? What, what time is it? It's Bad Witch O'Clock. Yeah. Oh, is that what it was? Bad Witch O'Clock? Bad Witch O'Clock, yeah. Who mm-hmm. put that bumper in there? <sighs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I was what, feeling it. 101, 101.7 FM, 710 Keo, Mike and McCarty. And Cross Lake Levels, big news this morning. Mm-hmm. Depends on who you talk to. It's interesting. Yeah, it really is interesting um, because I, you know, I have a lot of friends. And actually, my ex-husband is living out there, so my kids have been involved in uh, flooding events out there. Um, Cross Lake in 2016 got up to 177 feet, and that was a devastating flood for a lot of people. And the projections from, as you heard, Michael Berry say, Cross Lake could reach 177 feet by Friday. 
um, which would mirror what happened in 2016, where, you know, dozens and dozens of homes were flooded. Hundreds of claims were made to FEMA. But then if you talk to the folks with the city of Shreveport who control the water level on the lake with, mm-hmm. with the gates, they say that that projection doesn't really include the gates being open all this time. I think he said they opened them on Saturday. We'll replay William Daniel yeah. coming up at 840. So if you're really concerned about Cross Lake and the level on the lake, we will replay that interview. Um, if you have anybody that's around Cross Lake, they're going to want to hear it because he has a much better projection for what he thinks will happen on the lake. Water than, levels are currently at 173. Right. And One, he said coming down. Mm-hmm, absolutely. He said they're coming down because the gates are remaining open and they're going to leave the gates open. And, you know, the, there used to be a concern way back back in 91 when we flooded uh, when the gates were open it flooded part of the martin luther king area there were some other folks that you were putting in jeopardy because those gates were open now as it as it sounds it sounds like most of the water now goes into the red river which right now is not in jeopardy of flooding so probably back in 91 the red river was still high so that water was backing up in other areas uh, but now it looks like the Red River can accommodate all this water, so it won't be a problem for other neighborhoods, which is a good thing. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, he said, and he said he doesn't expect us to get to 177 mm-hmm. because they're monitoring that. And uh, and we'll have all of that coming up at 840 mm-hmm. uh, with William Daniel, the director of Shreveport Water and Sewage. I, sewerage. Uh, sewerage, yeah. I, I just... And, I, and I'm not alone. When you wake up in this after day after day of rain, it's depressing. It's, you know, you, you get up and you're like, oh, and I love coming into work. I'm one of those people that, you know, I don't we get up. Job. I don't get up going, oh, I dread going to the office right. today. I like coming to the office. Now, getting up at that ungodly hour is a little bit weird. And, and every every now and then I'm like, oh, this is too damn early. But on days when we just had over and over it's it's depressing and mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know you know how do you, how you shake that seasonal affective disorder is that what i have that's a that's an actual thing okay i, I guarantee my wife has it really oh yeah she is solar powered ah uh, okay you know, and, and and well i'm you know, i'm i'm pulling figures out of my behind if i were to say like seattle suicide rate i think Ooh. It's one of the higher in the in the country again I, you know ninety six percent of statistics are made up on the spot mm-hmm. so <laughs> um, <laughs> what you just made up <laughs> if you didn't catch the joke <laughs> exactly thanks for for clarifying that um but yeah it, and so with with the rain being the way it is right now everybody's just like Bleh. exactly it's just Bleh. and I, and the forecast is for two to four more inches of rain over the next the rest two of days. this week we will get some sunshine fingers crossed friday friday hopefully saturday as well but we then hope. next week we've got more another system moving in aaron can we just fast forward the clock he said to the end the middle of the month oh that's just not I don't pleasant. remember which one said that. Michael Berry, we also spoke with Richard Llewellyn from the Weather Channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they were like, yeah, it's kind of... Oh, so if you're February. bummed, you're, you're not alone. I mean, there's right. a lot of people that are like, oh my gosh, this is just... It feel, feels like it's endless. When you see a forecast and you see these weather guys on the TV and they put up these 90% chance, 90% chance. <laughs> it's I'm like, just oh, day after day oh, after day. Oh, gosh.
Oh, yeah. that's miserable. But did he really say 70 on Monday? He said, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, that's what I don't I, – I, th- that's what I just don't understand. I don't understand how we can be 32 tonight, which is where we're supposed to dip to, <laughs> and then 70 on Monday. Right. And you expect us to be healthy. We're going to be healthy. We're not going to catch colds. We're not going to get the sniffles. I don't understand how – this weather is just nuts. It really is. Well, I'm I'm looking at the National Weather Service site now, and uh, I don't see it. It only goes through Friday night. I haven't found mm, the okay. ten day forecast yet. Oh boy! But, well, uh, but we are now. Friday night is projected below freezing. I mean, thirty one, but okay. technically that's below freezing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it says sunny on Friday, and then Friday night mostly clear. Okay. So it's still going to be wet and damp, so there may be some some ice. Yeah. 32 tonight, <laughs> and we're still going to have some of this misly stuff. So if it gets cold enough, you know, they're not completely ruling out some freezing rain some, or ice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. some possible icing here in the Arklatex. Oh, I'm not looking forward to that. Not so, looking forward to okay, that. Okay, I'm looking at the extended forecast. 66 on Tuesday. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I don't see 67 on the 13th by Monday. But again, Monday's not the 13th. More rain. Uh, I'm talking from oh, next the going, past I'm, after I'm that. going on over here. Oh, okay. But then again, more rain. <sighs> Fun Gosh. times. Yeah. Fun times. Absolutely. Everybody complains about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. <laughs> We spoke with William Daniel from the uh, Shreveport Water and Sewage Department. In fact, he's the the, the head cheese. Yes, he is. The big boss. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's telling us about the Cross Lake levels. We'll hear that at 840. Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM. One seven FM seven ten Keel just spoke with Sergeant Jennifer Stevenson of Cross Lake Patrol. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sergeant. Absolutely for the information. That, yeah, uh, there is a boat wandering the lake looking for its owner. <laughs> well, no, they have it. They have it at Cross Lake Patrol. Well, it was wandering the lake early. Yeah, it was wandering. <laughs> was, I tried to claim it, but it's it really whining, not and, yeah. <laughs> and nobody would feed it. And, and you're going to post it on keelnews.com. Yeah, keelnews.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, information about the lake as well. Uh, but Jennifer said, yeah, they do have, and they're still searching for the owner as well. Mm-hmm, now, they they've are. closed the boat launch, and this was interesting. They've, all of the launches, yeah. All of the mm-hmm. boat, yeah, the boat launches. Uh, but they are allowing homeowners to drop a trailer and get their boats out if they need to. Yes. Uh, to secure their boats. Absolutely, because, because the water's still rising, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. Uh, thank you, Sarge. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we pray for you guys t- to uh, stay safe. You bet. During all of this, mm-hmm. coming up uh, at uh, here after the break, uh, Director of Water and Sewage for City of Shreveport, William Daniel, spoke with us uh, about the uh, gates, the flood control gates on Cross Lake, and uh, the rising levels. And he has some good news. Quite frankly, we'll talk to them next with Mike and McCarty. One hundred one seven FM says here. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty, and on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline, uh, Shreveport Water and Sewage Director William Daniel. Good morning, sir. Thanks for talking with us this morning. 
You're welcome, as usual. The, the, there's concern that the level on Cross Lake could reach 177 feet, which would mirror the 100 years flood of 2016. I know you're watching it closely. Is that what you're looking at, too, the same numbers you're hearing? That number was a high side number by the Weather Service, which didn't really take into account that the gates are open. So we don't believe that it's going to get anywhere near 177. In fact, the lake has been dropping overnight. So uh, unless we get some really unusual rainstorm, uh, the lake is actually coming down. Well, that's, that's good, good news. news. Absolutely good news. They gave us a number this morning of 173.3. Is that about what you have now, too? Yes. One, I have 173.39 at 521 a.m. Okay. So um, it's actually dropped since last night mm-hmm. and we're continuing to keep the gates open um there's always reports that the gates are closed i don't know where that comes from because the gates are open we opened the third gate saturday morning uh so we've had three gates open for you know three or four days and two gates up until that time before is there a fourth gate there is not a fourth gate. There's only three gates. Okay, so the the folks that tell me that there's a fourth gate and the fourth gate is broken, that's absolutely inaccurate. Well, now there are three gates, and one gate is uh, not working 100%. It will only go down about 60%. We, we do face that. That was in a bond proposal that didn't get passed so, uh, to fix it. So, uh, And these gates are very, very old. Um, is that one of the three, or is that a? That is no. That's one of the three. So there are not. There are not four. Not to my knowledge. Okay. I've only been here two and a half years. So <laughs> <laughs> if there's a fourth gate out there, no one's told me about it. Okay. And you guys um, open the open the gates. When you open the gates, you do put another part of our city in jeopardy. You got to be concerned about that too, right? Well, it goes into the Red River. And there's no real flooding issues with the with the Red River. The last time in 2016 when we had the big flood, there was flooding issues with the Red River. And, in fact, the Red River was over the top of Cross Lake. So Cross Lake could not drain. We could, I mean, even if the gates were open, it could not drain because the water level that it was trying to flow into was higher than the lake level. So that was the problem in 2016. And you plan your plan is to keep those gates open through this week. There's no plan to close them or anything at this point, right? There is no plan to close them. We have to be careful. I mean, we have like about a three-inch window that we try to keep those gates. I mean, we would like to keep it right at 171. The problem is if we let it get too low, then it affects our operations. If we let it get too high, of course, it affects the lake. So we're constantly watching the weather, watching the forecast, you know, and you get a forecast of light rain and it's heavy rain and the, the, the lake goes up. You get a forecast of heavy rain. We let a bunch of water out and then it doesn't rain at all. Then we're too low. So it, it would be nice to have a model. I mean, it's it's a complicated um, scenario. You have all these bayous and streams flowing into Cross Lake, and then you have you know us taking water out plus rainfall that that collects into Cross Lake. It would be nice if we had a model that we could dial up 
based on the rainfall in the air. I mean, rainfall in, in East Texas affects what happens in Cross Lake. Mm-hmm. But, but there is no model that I am aware of that we can access that would give us something that we could go by to say, oh, we need to open the gate, oh, we need to close the gate. So we have to watch, you know, our water plant, they are weather people, they, they are gate operators, mm-hmm. and they make water. So right. it's it's uh, there's a lot going on out there. Now, we got a report that there's a, 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 a Cross Lake warning uh, about flooding that concerns up getting up to 177, but you say that w- that's well, that was, not an that issue? Put, well, I don't. we don't think it's going to go to 177. That was put out by the Office of Homeland Security, like I said, based on uh, a weather forecaster. And I called up Homeland Security uh, and talked to them about it. They said that was way the high side. I said, does it include, you know, the gates? And the guy said, no, it really doesn't include the gates. We try to kind of factor that in on a um, after the, you know, after we do the forecast. But the 177 is not realistic in my view. I'm not a modeler, but we what, don't what think are it's going to go. What are you my projecting? Staff and I, we're thinking that it's cresting, that it's crested and it's going back down now. So if we get so, two to four more inches of rain tomorrow and, and Thursday, Thursday yeah. it's not going to impact that? It could impact it. That's what I'm saying. That's why we're keeping the gates open and we're we're lowering the level. Uh, but that's really about all we can do. I mean, we keep the, like I said, we have a very small window on what we can, how we operate out there, and we're trying to keep it in that window. So we've had the gates open for a week. Mm-hmm. trying to lower the water level in advance of this rain. Well, sounds like you're on but, top of it, and we appreciate that. Well, we're watching it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Even when, you know, even you know, we have this problem. We have the opposite problem in the summer where the lake level starts getting too low, and we have to pump water in from uh, 12-mile bayou. So it's, you know... We're watching it all the time. Let me read you. Know, you a, let me read you a message I just got from a former employee, so you can help clear this up because people are on my behind today. Quote: Okay, girlfriend, there's absolutely four gates. The fourth is smaller than the other three, but it's absolutely four gates. The small gate broke back in 2002 and has never been fixed. We both okay. worked for the Amos Water Treatment Plant for many, many years. I for 15 and my friend for 33. Um, they I'm never not, fixed I'm not the fourth gate. I'm not disputing there's four gates. I only know of three that, that have been, since okay. I've been here that we've been using. If there's a fourth gate, I'm not aware of it. I've actually been out on a boat looking at the gates on a couple of different occasions. Uh, uh, we would like to – we actually proposed a project to the state to fix it, but they said we weren't eligible because it's a dam. We don't think it's a dam, but they right. think it's a dam. Okay. So, but if well, there's a fourth gate, I'll find out more about it. But I, w- I have been looking, trying to fix the third gate. You know, it's somewhere in the neighborhood of $750,000 to a million dollars to fix it. Whew. So yeah, we need to find the money. Uh, not a cheap not a cheap fix. Absolutely. And we can only get it, you know, like I say, 60% down.
<laughs> it's not Mannix. I used to love Mannix. One of those cop shows. I don't know. Hey, uh, was it Hill, Hill Street? Street Blues? Maybe it's Hill Street. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. Some idiot Keel played that of... song. Did Remember we really? that back in the seventies? That was a that was a top top tune. It back was in a the big days. tune. It really was. I got some good news. To, uh, Super Bowl parties. There, you know, there's some of my friends are already starting to plan. Um, I'm not real enthused about you know either of the teams in the Super Bowl, but I did see something that was kind of interesting. That is good news. You know, we've been telling you about high prices on everything from gas to eggs to milk to whatever. Right. Now we have good news. There are some things that are going to be cheaper this year if you're planning a Super Bowl party. Than last year. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Guacamole is one thing. And what that means, when I say guacamole, guacamole prices down 20%. That's because avocado prices have fallen. The supply is better. Because what prices? Avocado. What did I say? Avocado. 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 Is avocado. Avocado. It's not an avocado. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. And it's not mayonnaise. It's mayonnaise. mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> just Leave me alone. Me. Like, what is it? Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Where are you from? <laughs> I'm from Louisiana. Also, really good news because I don't know how many people are having avocado parties <laughs> wing and beer prices there you down. go wings Wings and beer down what Probably, about guinness that's the only beer i like is guinness uh, they're saying all beer prices are down by about 10 to 15 percent and that you're finding wing prices are down the same about 10 to 15 percent from a year ago when you know there was lots of supply chain issues and you yeah, couldn't you get couldn't the beer get wings mm -hmm. wings were tough to, tough excuse me i'm choked up because them even Wingstop was selling thighs. Remember, were they, they brought, really? Yeah, they you couldn't get wings, so they they were bringing in thighs. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and you know, I'm not really one for wing. You know, just to order wings. Oh, I love. Oh, Do you? Yeah. And I just I'll, every now and then one one of the big chains does like a Tuesday two for one wings or something, and I'll go get some. But I I don't Do want you get to any. Yeah, every now and then. Just, every just, now and then. Are they gone before you get out get in the door? <laughs> okay, now you're going to make me tell my ice cream story ice cream, again. That ice cream bandit? That's got crazy, my, Aaron. I That's got crazy. my grocery order Saturday. I got two half gallons of uh, Bluebell because it's the one treat I really still like, and I'll get a scoop of ice cream. Saturday, I got a scoop. Saturday night, I go into the freezer to get my ice pack for my knee, and one of the half gallons is gone. Completely gone. gone. You got one scoop. Yeah, I got one scoop. And you got it that morning. That morning, lunchtime-ish. And God. the half gallon's gone. Sunday, at lunchtime, I got another scoop from the other one, the butter pecan one. And Sunday evening, I go back in to get my water bottle filled with ice and stuff, and I open the freezer, and the, the ice cream, the other one's Such gone. a gallon of ice cream in two days. 24 hours. <laughs> A gal. So my son comes home yesterday, and I said, hey, can I talk to you for a minute? And he comes bebopping in my bedroom, and I said, I would like to know, did you see the um, the ice cream bandit when it broke into our house yesterday? And he just got this big grin on his face, and he said, Mama, I'm sorry. I've, I've been eating ice cream like I'm a pregnant woman. <laughs> he said, I, I brought one upstairs. I thought I'd eat about half of it. And I just kept going. He better just, enjoy that while he's, what, 29? Yeah. 
I know he works out a lot, but he's not going to be able to keep doing that. A gallon of ice cream in 24 hours. I hope his stomach bubbles all week. <laughs> 101.7 FM.